Hello everyone, Miss Jean here. This summer, there's an amazing event taking place just up the road from where we are in Gillette, Wyoming. It's the International Pathfinder Camboree. Now, the Camboree is an incredible opportunity to exercise your faith and to grow closer to God. And here's some good news. You don't have to wait to exercise your faith until August. There's a Bible study challenge going on right now. It's your chance to study the Bible and earn a free collector's pin too. So join the Bible study challenge today at BibleStudyChallenge.com. To Jericho and along the way, that? Oh, that didn't sound good. I'm Miss Jean. Join me on a trip to Discovery Mountain, where the air is clear, clear enough to hear your imagination, and where every day is an exercise in faith. Join me for today's expedition in Discovery Mountain. In our last episode of Being Neighborly, Discovery Mountain Camp opened for the season. Lana and Gracie enjoyed their week at Discovery Mountain Camp. They packed up, they went home, and new campers arrived. And now, well, now it's the last week of camp for the summer. It's teen camp. And the cabins are busy with teenagers who are up late talking and trying to sleep in past wake-up call. This is always a high-energy week at camp, and this week, well, it's no exception. Our campers will all get a memorable lesson in being neighborly, one that <laughs> literally falls from the sky. Let's listen to today's episode called, Who is My Neighbor? Ooh. Jamie, what are you doing? Oh, hi, Mom. <sighs> I'm working on the costumes for the drama production. I see that. Look at all this fabric. Oh, I like the blue satin. But why are you up so early in the morning? Huh? Early in the morning? Yes, it's 6.25 a.m. Oh, I'm so sorry, Mom. I've been cutting fabric all night. All night? Yeah, I haven't gone to bed yet. I didn't realize it was morning. Jamie, look at poor Gadget. He looks exhausted. Did he stay up with you all night? Of course, he's my assistant. Oh, come here, boy. We were having so much fun, I didn't realize the time. I knew you'd enjoy making these costumes. Well, I didn't like it the first week. Oh, but the cup campers in the drama production were adorable. It was so much work making the costumes, though. But I am getting better at it now. This is the last week, teen camp. So the last set of costumes, right? Yeah, just as I'm getting good at this. Hey, Mom, would you mind if I looked through your button box? Sure, I don't mind. Thanks. The headpiece for the Levite needs just a little something more on it. Look, what do you think? Ooh, nice work, Jamie. This is definitely better than the one you made your first week. I know, right? Thanks, Mom. And I see what you mean. Yes, a decorative button right there where you stitched together the cream-colored satin trim would look just right. 
That's what I was thinking, too. Did you hear that? Yeah, it sounds like someone's outside our front door. Stay here. Okay, but be careful. Ah! Nurse Megan! Oh, Dr. Simon, you scared me. I scared you. You scared me. Oh, I am so sorry. I baked bread last night, and I was just leaving a loaf here for you and Jamie. Oh, that was thoughtful. I was on my way to the hospital, and I was going to text you to look for it when you woke up. Ah, you're on the 730 to 7.30 shift, right? Yes. I didn't think you'd be awake. I'm so sorry. Did I wake you? <laughs> no. Jamie and her sewing machine woke me up. Oh, good. Well, I'm sorry, Dr. Simon. I was just trying to be neighborly. Bringing us homemade bread is very neighborly. Thank you. And we're not at the hospital now. Just call me Shelly. All right. Well, enjoy the bread. It's delicious, lightly toasted with a little jelly. Thank you, Megan. I'll see you in a few hours. Thanks again. Bye. Jamie, Gadget, look at what Nurse Megan brought us. Well, Gadget, I guess that all-night sewing party is finally over. <laughs> She's sound asleep. Yes, you can go to bed now. Good boy. Jamie, honey, it's time to go to bed. What? I'll, I'll just sleep here. All right. <laughs> oh, to be young again. Well, more homemade bread for me, I guess. Hey, Ben, Caleb, race you to the cabin. Judah, guys, wait. I got to... Oh, right. The race is on. Ready? Set? Go! But guys... Ugh. Jake, are your campers wearing you out? It's only the first day of teen camp. Uh, hey, Mr. Reader. Yeah, teen campers. Oh, they have so much energy. <laughs> they sure do. Hey, I've been hearing that plane a lot this morning. It sounds like a Piper Cherokee. Yes, I've heard it flying this morning, too. I wonder what it's doing all the way up here in Discovery Mountain. Yeah, I, I don't know. The pilot talked to me earlier this summer about work. Uh, work? Yes, and she wouldn't even let me explain that we don't need anyone. We have... You have me. I know, Mr. Reader. Well, I was going to say we have Blue Birdie, but yes, of course. We have you two, Jake. Uh-huh. Counselor by day and pilot by night. <laughs> Jake, you can't fly Blue Birdie in the dark. How would you see to land her on the water? Oh, uh, yeah, well, well, yeah, I know. It's just an expression. Oh, there she goes again. Yeah. Flying a little close to Ellie's Peak, wouldn't you say? Uh-huh, definitely. Uh, the pilot of that plane really doesn't like me. What'd you do, Mr. Reader? I don't know, really. I think she just assumed I didn't like her. Huh, that, that just doesn't sound like you, Mr. Reader. Yeah, Jake, don't worry about it. Hey, your campers sure are energetic. I know. Look what they're doing. They're racing each other around the cabin. Oh, my. <laughs> oh, better direct them to their next activity. Bye, Jake. Oh, bye, Mr. Reader. <laughs> Counselor Jake, I beat Ben back to the cabin, as usual. Yeah, but I beat both of you. Uh, whatever. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, let me look at my clipboard. Uh, next up, Block A. Well, it looks like most of you signed up for drama in Block A. Drama, the best part of summer camp. Ben, you think everything so far is the best part of summer camp. <laughs> you learn quickly, Caleb. You know, if you Google a happy camper, a picture of Ben is your first search result. <laughs> <laughs> Good one. Hey, so I like camp. All right, campers, listen up, boys. You've got two minutes and 38 seconds to get to your next activity. Come on, guys. 
Oh, I'm not in drama. You guys go ahead. Come on, Caleb. I'll show you the way. Bye, guys. Uh, Judah, I'm surprised you didn't sign up for drama. Yeah, I know. Drama was the best part of camp last year, but this year I have a lot on my mind. Oh? Uh, what the, what's going on? Well, my parents aren't getting along very well. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that, Judah. Being here in Discovery Mountain, I feel so close to God. I didn't sign up for drama because I knew everyone else would. Ah, I, and you knew that you'd have the cabin to yourself. Yep. A little time each day to pray and talk to God. All right. Enjoy the quiet, Judah. Enjoy the quiet while it lasts. Good afternoon, teen campers. I'm Miss Wendy, one of your drama coaches. And right beside me is the lovely, the talented. Drum roll, please. <laughs> oh, Miss Wendy. I'm Miss Tamara, your other drama coach. This year, our drama production is a good one. Our drama is based on one of the greatest stories ever told. A story told by the master storyteller himself, Jesus. Miss Tamara, do you live in the same town as me? Nope. Sure don't, Miss Wendy. But we're neighbors, aren't we? Absolutely. Our drama production this year is called Who is My Neighbor? Ooh, Miss Wendy, Miss Wendy. Yes, Ben? Can I volunteer to be the traveler, please? Ben, I didn't tell you what Bible story we're acting out yet. Oh, I already know. Well, how do you know? Well, Jesus told the parable of the Good Samaritan to answer a man's question. Ah, yes. And what was the question? The man asked, who is my neighbor? So I just figured our drama production this year is the Good Samaritan. Well, yes, you... Oh, Miss Wendy, can I be the priest? Oh, well, I already asked Mr. Garcia to play that part. You kids are getting ahead of me. Now, just a minute. Miss Wendy, can I want to... Uh, let me stop you there, Julia. Look, you're all in drama, so that means everyone gets a part, okay? Now, Miss Tamara, tell everyone why this year our drama production is called Who is My Neighbor? Well... Ben guessed it right. A man asked Jesus a question, Who is my neighbor? And Jesus answered with a story. The story we call the Good Samaritan. Here's how the story goes. A certain traveler went from Jerusalem to Jericho, and along the way... What was that? Oh, that didn't sound good. Boys, where's Counselor Jake? <laughs> yeah. It sounds like he blew something up. All right, campers. Just sit still for a minute. That sounded serious. Miss Wendy, why don't you go see what happened? All right. Hey, everyone. Judah, are you all right? I'm all right, but something terrible just happened. What is it? What happened? A plane crashed right outside of the camp. I saw the whole thing, the spiral, the flames, the smoke. I couldn't believe my eyes. Oh, no. Blue birdie. Jake. A plane just crashed right outside of camp. Is it Jake and Blue Birdie? Oh no, and we have to take a short break, but don't go anywhere. We'll find out right after this. Hi, I'm Sean Boonstra, speaker director for The Voice of Prophecy, the ministry that brings you Discovery Mountain. You know, nothing makes me happier than hearing from parents, teachers, and pastors about the difference this program makes to children and families all over the world. 
I invite you to visit us at VOP.com to see the other programs and resources that the Voice of Prophecy has to offer. I think you'll really enjoy it. So go to the website, VOP.com. That's VictorOscarPapa.com. Before the break, we heard a loud crash. Judah saw a plane crash just outside the camp. Is it Blue Birdie and Jake? Let's listen and see if everyone's all right. Everyone, stay calm. We have to see if Jake's okay. Come on, let's go. Campers, take your seats. Miss Wendy, we have to see if Jake and Blue Birdie are okay. Take your seats. Let's wait for instructions from Reader. We can't sit and wait. Can we please go? Oh, well, I understand your concern. Miss Wendy, you have to let us help. I don't... Go, go. Make sure Jake's okay. Take us to it. Be safe. This way. Come on, everyone. I see the smoke, guys. Oh, I pray Jake is okay. Come on. The plane must be just past this clearing in the trees. Wait. Judah, stop. Look, the smoke is that way. The plane's over there. Everyone, follow Caleb. Here it is. Whoa. Whoa. Look at the plane. I can I can hardly recognize it. It's banged up pretty bad. <laughs> Poor plane. Poor plane. And J- Jake, it's you. Jake, you're all right. Counselor Jake, thank goodness you're okay. Oh, yeah. You guys, I heard the plane crash, and I just raced out here. What happened? You heard the plane crash, and you... Oh, Jake, this isn't... Blue Birdie? Oh, no, no, no. She's safe and sound back at Little Lake. I, I wasn't flying. Oh, what a relief. But someone was flying. Counselor Jake, where's the pilot? Uh, I don't know. I got here as fast as I could, but there was no sign of the pilot. Oh, no. Step away, everyone, right now! There. Fire extinguished. Whew, that was close. Jake, are you sure the pilot isn't trapped inside the wreckage? Oh, no, I checked first thing, trust me. And second thing, I found the fire extinguisher, see? Oh, good thinking, Jake. All right, we have to split up and look for the pilot. Jake, where should we start? Oh, I don't know. Oh, here, here, come here and look. Oh, but step carefully. There's glass everywhere. Look, the door flew off and the windows are all shattered. Oh, but the pilot seen in the cockpit, they survived the crash, it seems. Let me see. Ah! Jake, there's blood on the seat. Oh, yeah, you can't expect that pilot to walk away from a crash like this without any scrapes, you know. All right. feel a little woozy. All right, everyone step back. Judah's right. Let's split up into teams and look for the missing pilot. Caleb, Ben, let's form a team. No one go alone. Stay in teams, you hear me? Mr. Simon already called 911, and the rescuers will be here soon. Oh, good. I was wondering if they called. When you hear the fire department and the medical team arrive, meet back here and wait for official instructions, okay, everybody? Ben, Caleb, and I are a team. All right, you you go that direction. Who else is ready? Okay, Riley, Julia, Nathan, you three go that way. Judah, Caleb, and Ben searched the woods just northwest of the crashed plane. All the while, more and more people from Discovery Mountain flooded towards the crash site. The fire rescuers arrived, the medics arrived, the teams listened to the official search team's instructions, and they set back out into the woods. They walked through the forest far north past Ellie's Peak and far south past the river that wound beside the road to the city. 
Riley suggested that someone climb up to Lookout Ledge and search for the pilot from that high vantage point. Jake and two of the fire rescuers followed her suggestion, but still, it was no use. No one could find the missing pilot. Shelley, I'm concerned about all these rescuers. Our neighbors from all over came out to help look for the pilot. Hi, Dad. Yes, me too. We've been all out here searching for the missing pilot for hours. And we haven't had any water or food. You're thinking what I'm thinking. <laughs> Our rescuers are soon going to need rescuing. Come on, we're not far from Trekkers. Let's head back and get some water and food for everyone. Yeah, we can set it up at the hospital. Nurse Megan and I can check everyone for signs of dehydration. Good plan. I'll need some help getting the supplies ready. Jamie can help you, Dad. Oh, good idea. Jamie! Jamie! Yeah, we're here. Did you find the missing pilot? No, but I need your help with another rescue mission for our neighbors. Will you and Gadget come back to Trekkers and help? Sure, let's go. I'll find Nurse Megan and I'll meet you there. Got it. See you there. 18, 19, 20, 21. Granddad? Yes, Jamie. We have 21 water bottles and 17 bags of trail mix in this box. That's enough. Don't make the boxes too heavy for Megan. Jamie, my car's out front with the hatch open. Can you manage to carry that box out? Sure, I've got it. All right, looks like we've gathered what we need. Dr. Simon, why don't you walk over to the hospital and let them know we're coming? Oh, good idea. I'll have an orderly help you unload. Good. I'll see you there. All right. Thanks for your help, Dad. Jamie, you too. Bye, Mom. What a day. I barely have the energy to walk to the hospital. Oh, Gadget, are you following me, boy? Well, you do have to wait outside when we get there. You know you're not allowed inside the hospital. As they got closer to the hospital, Gadget spotted a woman that seemed to be sleeping under the Discovery Mountain camp sign. Oh, the plane crashed and I just... Gadget, come over here. That woman isn't acting right. Why on earth is she sitting under the Discovery Mountain camp sign? There are perfectly good benches right outside the hospital. We have hundreds of people who need our help. We've got to get to the hospital. I'm sorry, I just don't have time to stop and help one woman. They're expecting us at the hospital. She can walk over and get water once we're set up. Here we are. Now you stay here, Gadget, while I go inside. As soon as Dr. Simon disappeared into the hospital, Gadget ran back across the street. He ran to the woman sitting propped up against the Discovery Mountain camp sign. Gently, he licked her hand. Oh, uh, dog? Oh, yeah, nice doggy. Water? Do you have any water? Gadget didn't have any water, of course. He just sensed that this person, well, she needed a friend. He licked her hand, and the woman pushed back a piece of loose hair from her face. On her cheek was a large cut covered with dried blood. 
Would anyone notice that she needed help? Well, we're going to take a short break, but we'll be right back, so don't go anywhere. Hi, I'm Director Doug, and I think the voice actors are doing a great job in today's episode. Even though the voice actors sound professional, they're all amateur actors. Are you an aspiring voice actor? If you're in the Denver, Colorado area, we'd love to have you audition. For more information, contact us at our website, discoverymountain.com. We look forward to hearing from you. Now, before the break, we listened as Gadget ran back to be a friend to the woman sitting propped up against the Discovery Mountain campsite. Would anyone else notice that she was injured and that she needed help? And could she be... Hmm, well, I don't know. Let's listen and find out. All right, you're all set. Send someone back over when you run out of supplies. Will do, Mr. Simon. We have to keep our neighbors hydrated. Absolutely. And I pray we find the missing pilot before nightfall. Me too, Mr. Simon. Bye. Oh my, rescuers are crashing everywhere. Is that someone sleeping against the Discovery Mountain camp sign? I better take a look. Oh, Gadget. Hey, boy. Yeah, I see, boy. She must be dehydrated. The water's in the trunk of the car. Ma'am, you can get all the water you need if you just walk over to the hospital. Gadget, be careful. Stay away from the car as I drive away. I have to get to the hospital. Our neighbors need our help. Oh, hey. Thanks, Richard. No problem. Dr. Simon said you need help unloading. Yeah, the water and food are in the back. I brought a trolley. Oh, good. Hey, Richard, has that woman been over there long? What woman? Sitting propped up against the Discovery Mountain camp sign. Huh, I don't know. I didn't notice her. Okay, well, once we're set up, will you walk over there and tell her that there's food and water inside? Sure thing. Thanks. Now let me help you with these boxes. Oh, reader, come on in. Oh, hi, Mr. Simon. Could I ever use a cold drink? Jamie, would you please get reader a bottle of water on the house? Sure, Granddad. Oh, well, thank you. How's the rescue effort going? We still haven't found the missing pilot. Here you go, reader. Ah, thank you. We'll need to organize waves so we can keep searching, even after dark. Well, yes, it sounds like they're working on that now. Do people know that there's food and water at the hospital? Maybe. I didn't hear about it. We want to keep everyone hydrated. It may be a while before we find the missing pilot. Hello? Yes, Hi, I'm Mom. worried about her. Really? Her? Okay, I'll Yes, the pilot. Granddad, sorry to interrupt, but that was Mom. They're almost out of water. She wants to know if we can bring over another case. Yes, of course. I'll find someone to bring it. 
Mr. Simon, I'll take it. Thank you, but it's really heavy. Now that's all right. The hospital isn't far. Here's the case, Reader. Here, you take one end and I'll take the other. You sure, Jamie? I can manage. No, I want to go check on Gadget anyway. He didn't come back after he walked with Mom to the hospital earlier. All right, let's go. Call me if you see anything else they're out of. Okay, Granddad. Reader, did you see the crash site? Yeah, I did, Jamie. Very sad situation. And a little exciting. I mean, if the pilot's okay. Oh, I pray that we find our missing pilot before dark. I've been praying about it all day. Oh, there's Gadget. He's with someone. Someone sitting up against the Discovery Mountain Camp sign. That's strange. Gadget, there you are, boy. Come here. Who's this? Oh, the bird. It went up. Gadget, is she all... Reader, what's the matter? Good boy, Gadget. Good boy staying with her all day. All the way, door. Boom. Miss Rawlings, Miss Rawlings, are you all right? Water. Jamie, Jamie, give me one of the water bottles. Here you go, Reader. Here, drink this. Oops. Uh, Here, let me open it for you. Can I help you take a drink? Drink, yes. Ah, there you go. Oh, my. You're bleeding. Reader, don't tear your shirt. I need a piece of cloth to clean her wound. The hospital's right across the street. Let's just walk her over there. Well, just wait, Jamie. I need to make sure she's all right to move first. Here, hold the cloth on her cut while I try to talk to her. Okay, I got it. Miss Rawlings, are you okay? Miss Rawlings or Oh, no, Jamie. She's in bad shape. I need to carry her to the hospital. Okay. Oh, you got her? (sighs) Yes. Let's go. Reader, who is she? Jamie, she's our missing pilot. The missing pilot is found. Well, that's good news. Did you guess that the injured lady sitting under the sign, well, that she was the missing pilot? I'm sure glad that Reader stopped to help her and that Gadget was a friend to her. Dr. Simon and Nurse Megan, well, they were both so worried about their neighbors that they didn't stop to help the missing pilot. Is the pilot their neighbor? Well, this reminds me of our camp drama production story. Do you remember what it's about? Yeah, it's about the Good Samaritan. Jesus told the story of the Good Samaritan to answer this question, who is my neighbor? And it sounds like the campers and everyone in Discovery Mountain could use an answer to that question, couldn't they? Well, keep listening to this season and we'll find out just how we can answer that question today as well. Join us again next time where we'll find out how our pilot is doing. And will Jamie ever finish those drama costumes on time? Join us again next time as we continue to exercise our faith. Hi, I'm Director Doug. There were a lot of different sounds happening in today's episode, weren't there? There was Jamie's sewing machine. Then there was Nurse Megan closing the hatch in her car. Then Reader dropped the case of water on the ground. And of course, the plane crash. Could you imagine the plane on the ground just by hearing these sounds? You know, the metal creaking and the sound of the fire being put out. 
and of course, Jake's fire extinguisher. Each of these sounds create the picture in your mind, don't they? What was your favorite sound in today's episode? Tell us about it. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, or visit us on our website, discoverymountain.com. Thanks for listening. I'm Miss Jean, and you've been listening to Discovery Mountain, where the air is clear, clear enough to hear your imagination, and where every day is an exercise in faith. To listen to other episodes and to send us a message, visit us at discoverymountain.com or write to us at Discovery Mountain, P.O. Box 999, Loveland, Colorado, 80539. And in Canada, write to Box 2127, Oshawa, Ontario, Canada, L1H7V4. This is a production of The Voice of Prophecy. Join us again next time here at Discovery Mountain, where every day is an exercise in faith. Who is My Neighbor was written by Jean Boonstra and post-produced in Ontario, Canada by Douglas Bruce and Danny Columbia.